Hey, people. So, I will finally deliver today. To my eight, no, five, eight, I don't know. To my approximately eight listeners, I'll go ahead and bring your podcast. Fuck it. So, I actually had like a good little subject rattling around in my head that's not really pointless talking, I guess. Um, it's, it's a decent little talking point. Um, I guess today I'll be talking to you about kind of the angst of growing up as far as like trying to figure out who I am and how I should identify myself. Um, I don't really think I've brought it up on uh, any of my episodes, but I am biracial. Uh, It's not really a thing I've really heard being brought up, but as far as my experience, you know, being black and white, and uh, the white side is actually German, you know, there's always some type of uh, confliction inside me whenever it came to how I wanted to identify myself. Uh, It sounds weird, but, you know, give you some background. I grew up with my dad, who was white for most of my life. Or not most of my life, but uh, for a good amount of my formative years, I should say. I think I lived with my dad uh, a lot longer than I lived with my mom during said formative years. Uh, I lived with my dad, you know, alone because my parents are divorced. And uh, my dad got custody custody of me. you know, I did, you know, spend some weekends and shit with my mom, but uh, my mom also had my sister to raise. So I think, you know, they just kind of came to the agreement that my half sister, I should say, that way I don't fucking paint my dad as a piece of shit. That's just like, yeah, you have the fucking girl, and I'll take the boy. That's not what it was. Uh, my sister wasn't his biological kid. And, um, so I think they just sought it best, uh, that, you know, he take me and, uh, she kept my sister full time, which already sounds like a pretty fucked up situation when I actually say it out loud, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I grew up with my dad, uh, my dad was white. Uh, for a good majority of my formative years. Uh, I think from the time that I was three, two or three, to the time that, I think I, think I moved in with my mom when I was, shit, 12 going into 13. Yeah. And 
You know, it's not something that gets talked about. But I feel like it's something that really should be brought up more. But I'm not really the type of guy that, you know, will kind of push it out on Facebook. I, I feel so much more comfortable talking to you fucking strangers than I do um, people that I actually know. It's so weird, again, how it's brought up. It's so weird sharing my feelings uh, with close and personal people that know me. I don't like being too vulnerable around people that I have to come face to face with on a, you know, intimate basis or someone that, like, knew me in the past. I don't know. It's weird. There's just this, like, stupid insecurity that I have. Because, um, you know, I feel like I, I, I don't like lying to people. And uh, I feel like I have to be straight up with people. Uh, you know, especially if I'm close to them. You know, so sometimes that causes me to shut down. Anyways, I'm already veering off the subject. But yeah, you know, growing up with my dad, you know, we always watched a lot of westerns and, uh, you know, just a lot of shit that, you know, somebody who grows up in a predominantly black community would look at and just like, that's some white shit. And fuck yeah, it was, you know, if you look at it that way. And, you know, I grew up in a time where things were really weird. There wasn't too many, uh, you know, biracial kids, you know. I feel like I, I see a lot more biracial kids nowadays than I've ever seen before growing up. You know, uh, taking star tests and other uh, standardized testing was really weird all throughout my younger years, because I, I, I could remember back to third grade taking these tests and they give you a checkbox. What race are you? Which is fucking weird, dude. You think back on it, it's like, why does it fucking matter what race I am? Why doesn't that get fucking brought up? But apparently, whenever you're taking a test, it matters what race you are. They, they want to see how intelligent you know, this race is, this this kid that comes from this race. I guess it just goes back to, you know, state taking statistics on things when really and truly it doesn't fucking matter, dude. But, you know, the checkbox that they would give you uh, would just be like, you know, white, black, Hispanic, or uh, Pacific Islander. And so I, uh, they check one box for me. I forget what box it would be. Um, I think it would be white or black. I can't fucking remember. It's, it's one of the two. Now, I always remember having to pencil in the other race I was. You know, it was like, it kind of makes you feel like, fuck. I don't know, I, I can't really put it into words. I wish I was uh, cognitive enough to, like, go back or, you know, to actually think about things in a broader spectrum at that age. 
But of course, I'm in third fucking grade, dude. You know, from a very young age, though, they make you feel like you're one or the other. And, you know, whether it's intentional or not, I don't think it was intentional. I just think it's just people that don't really think about that type of shit. You know, they it's not really a huge thing, you know? Uh, you know, biracial marriage wasn't... Biracial marriage hasn't been legal for that long. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but um, biracial marriage is a very uh, recent thing to be legalized. You know, not recent as in, you know, 1990s, but, or shit, it might be the fucking 90s. I don't know. But it's a very recent thing. I think it's like the fucking 80s, dude. And, uh, a lot of people don't fucking know that shit. Because a lot of people don't have to think about it. A lot of shit like that gets swept under the rug and doesn't get talked about. I didn't even fucking learn that. Uh, you know, going through high school history. You know, I've, I, I, I haven't been to college. You know, I'm, I'm not a smart guy by any means. Uh, as far as, like, books go and shit. Uh, you know, I never thought college was my route. So I, I never really uh, expanded on my education past high school you know the only thing I went to was trade school uh, nothing wrong with that though but yeah just uh, it wasn't such an accepting environment for me growing up and uh, I remember there's an Earl Sweatshirt song uh that kind of resonated with me a lot during my teenage years because uh, one of the bars that uh, he spit, he said, you know, too black for the white kids and too white for the black, which was very fucking true. I mean, like, even up until my teenage years, dude, like, uh, just there there was no there was never any wholehearted acceptance that I was what I was um, within both communities uh, when most white people see me they kind of stick me in the category as black because I have a wide nose uh, my skin is brown I have curly, sometimes nappy hair, depending on how you catch me, or, you know, if I actually have a good haircut, I'm terrible at getting haircuts, but I actually have a good haircut, you know, my hair is still thick as fuck, if I'm actually taking care of it while it's that short, it, it could be in waves, or, you know, I have to get an edge up, you know what I mean, it, it just doesn't, I don't fit the description as a white person. But then, whenever I go to, or whenever, uh, you know, black people look at me, I don't fit the description as that. And, you know, it just kind of goes back to this whole tribalism thing. You know, I don't know how, how many people actually kind of look at that argument, how, you know, a lot of things is, you know, still kind of broken up into tribes, no matter how modern we get. Um, you know, there's just people unconsciously have a tribe and unconsciously 
choose sides. Uh, I don't want to say unconsciously choose sides, but they're more apt to choose one side than another just because, you know, the simple fact that, like, hey, the guy saying, you look just like me. Everybody else looks just like me. I, I look similar to them. Uh, that's that's my people. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of this innate thing that you can't... I don't even know if I use that word right, but... It's just something that it's hard to control. You know, it's just so easy to just go with the people that look like you. And, uh... You know, what kind of popped this into my mind, like, even the shop I'm working in right now, it's, you know, majority... Mexican and white people working there, I really should say majority Mexican, because, you know, Mexicans are the hard-working motherfuckers, but, um, you know, it, it caused, or, you know, a lot of them look at me as black, which, you know, it's not that they're offensive about it, I don't depend on who you are, some of the white guys are a little offensive about it, <laughs> but I know it's, it's not like, you know, hateful or nothing like that. You know, they just make a little off-color jokes, but they're they're good buddies of mine, so I don't really take it to heart. I know at the end of the day, if a random stranger would come up to me in the work parking lot and punch me in the face, they'd jump their ass. So, you know, I never take it to heart. But, you know, it just kind of gets you thinking, like, damn. Even though I am half-white, the white guys will never see me as that. And even though I am half black, the black guys will never see me as that. Or black people will never see me as that. And so uh, it caused, you know, somewhat of an identity crisis so early on. Um, you know, and like I said, you know, I was kind of raised to kind of push feelings like that to the back burner for like a good majority of my life. You know, both my mom and my dad are like real fucking stoic about shit like that. You you won't know their true feelings. Uh, my mom, not so much nowadays. She's pretty good about, you know, letting her true feelings out. But my formative years, like I would never know the true feelings on a lot of things unless it came to politics. But like how they're personally doing, their personal mental health, their well-being where they're stressed about, like, insecurities and stuff like that. Like, you, there's no talks about that. You're insecure about something that just doesn't get brought up. Don't bring it up. It's, it's kept to yourself. You work it out yourself. And, uh, you know, I just remember in my younger years just, you know, skateboarding and uh, doing parkour and... Uh, being into karate and stuff, which was big for the black community, uh, you know, way back when, but, you know, early 2000s, it wasn't really that uh, prevalent in the black community, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I, I remember, like, you know, I, I got really into skating. Fuck. Since I was five, dude, like, that's, that's how far back I can remember me, like, just being on a skateboard. I always wanted to fucking skateboard and shit. And, uh, you know, early 2000s, there wasn't a lot of black skaters at all. And, 
you know, I moved from a town. I don't want to say moved from a town, but, you know, once you start, there, there's a healthy diversity. I grew up in a town during that little time period from, like, five to nine or ten where uh, I think there's just a time period where like race isn't really something on a kid's mind I don't think race like really started to get talked about amongst my peers until like I was at least nine or ten around that threshold but um, you know once kids kind of finally started to you know take race into consideration that was like actually part of uh, you know, uh, topic of conversation, I, I guess I would say. Uh, I would get, you know, laughed at by all the black kids that uh, would see me skateboarding and shit. And I was in the rock, you know, I'd listen to the Foo Fighters, uh, Green Day, you know, punk rock bands like that. And I was laughed at. I was called a white boy, cracker, this and that. But, you know, nowadays, you know, that doesn't seem too offensive. But when it's being directed at you as an insult, as a kid, and, you know, as a kid, you're you're just so insecure about what your friends think of you or what your peers, not even your, they're not even my friends, but what your peers think of you. Um, It sucks. It really fucking sucks. And then, you know, not to say, I had, like, you know, a couple of black friends that didn't fucking care. And, um, you know, I had a couple of white friends that, you know, didn't fucking care. But then you'd have uh, white kids that call me uh, a nigger. And, you know, just, just not even associate with me or, like, stereotype me. And, like, say shit like, wow, you, you know, you talk pretty good, like, I thought you'd talk like the rest of the black kids, this and that, you know, from a young age, you know, I've been through that, uh, all the way up until fucking forever, dude, I'm, I, I can't see that stigma ever going away, uh, not for a long time, and, um, it just caused a lot of turmoil inside me not really knowing who I was and living in a world, even though I didn't realize it then, but, you know, living in a world that's, like, so segregated by tribalism, the, you know, it it just causes a lot of turmoil. It causes a lot of uh, unsureness about yourself. And it's a really bad fucking feeling. To feel like you'll just never fit in. And having, like, I, I feel like I really act acted fake as hell for a good amount of my years. Just because I was so insecure about, like, how will I fit in with these kids and my peers. Um, you know, I, I remember at a certain point, I just stopped listening to rock music and country altogether because once I lived, once I moved with my mom, she moved to a 
a predominantly black area. There, no, she had been living there, but once she had first, uh, once her and my dad first moved in there, it was pretty much a healthy mix, but the area uh, essentially ended up becoming predominantly black. Uh, there's probably like very few white people left in that town. And um, yeah, once I got there, I just didn't listen to any rock at all. It was just all rap. It, it actually kind of started before I moved there. Um, just because, again, you know, the town I lived in with my dad was a healthy mix of uh, Mexican and, and uh, black and white. But, you know, I'd always just feel so ashamed because the white kids looked at me as black, and then the black kids was like, well, you know, you're acting white. You're doing white boy shit. Why the fuck you doing white boy shit? And, uh, so I guess I kind of lean more towards, uh, you know, what I look like. I, I, if it weren't for my green eyes, I could easily just say, like, oh, yeah, I'm full black. It's just like I got a lighter skin complexion. It's just how it came out. If it weren't for my green eyes. Um, I hung out with a lot of Mexican kids because... Uh, I kept my hair really short, so I looked really Mexican. But, uh, you know, even for the most part, a lot of the Mexican kids listen to rap and stuff like that. Just, you know, kind of hood, kind of street and shit. So, yeah, I, I just started to want to dress that way. You know, I started off wearing fucking Air Apostle, American Eagle and shit like that. You know, tried being all preppy because that was the cool kids and... Um, before that, I dressed like a little, like, kind of like skater punkish. you know what I mean? It's just, I, I'd never been sure about my fucking identity. And, uh, it took me a long time to get over that. Um, I don't think I ever really got over that until I, uh, had kids. I, my, with my first daughter... Um, you know, I finally just kind of said, no, no, don't even want to say that. Um, I, I kind of started getting over it when I was about 17, 18. Uh, fuck, before that, I'm lying to y'all, 15. Uh, you know, I grew up, uh, you know, going to skate parks a lot. So I just started dressing like a fucking skater. You know, fuck it. You know, at least at that time, there was a lot more fucking black people skateboarding and at skate parks and shit. So that's how I always dressed, you know. You know, now I would like, now I was skinny jeans for a little bit, but, you know, not for too long, but, you know, just like khaki chino jeans or chino pants, uh, bands or Nike SBs, and, you know, like a real baggy shirt, you know what I mean? Just normal pants, baggy shirt, and skater shoes. And, uh, you know, I started to kind of still a little, feel a little more comfortable, but, you know, like, I didn't even listen to rock, even though, you know, I actually like rock, but I just kind of brainwashed myself to feel like, you know, fuck rock and roll, the punk rock, any of that shit, and, uh, you know, didn't listen to country, I didn't even start listening to country till like, fucking recently, I just always brainwashed myself into thinking, like, oh, no, I don't like it. Even though that's not the fucking case. I fucking love country. I like rock. I like punk rock. 
you know, heavy metal. I like that shit. And, uh, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, um, you know, if there's any younger listeners or any listeners my age or anybody that's still going through, like, an identity crisis, uh, just please be yourself. It's, you'll be happier in the long run if you could just be yourself and start getting comfortable doing what you enjoy to do. People are always going to fucking judge you. There's always going to be somebody that doesn't like you for whatever reason. Um, There's always going to be some type of knee-jerk reaction for people to associate you with whatever the fuck they think about you. Even though you don't really wholeheartedly identify as as whatever fucking category they're trying to put you in. You're just doing whatever you enjoy. And, like, if fucking sucks, but, you know, you know, it, it might compel you to do things differently. You might, like, just not do what you enjoy. And it's really a sad thing. Like, for real. I really hope that I can kind of pass that knowledge down to my kids. Um, And just kind of tell them, like, you know, people are always going to put a label on you. Because now my kids are mixed with three races, and, you know, my boy's going to look Mexican, my girls, I think they're going to... I don't know what my girls are going to really look like growing up. My, my girls, they're not really going to look like one specific thing. Uh... It's kind of up in the air what they're going to look like. I know my boy's going to look pretty Mexican. Even though they're all going to be white, black, and Mexican. Um, So, you know, I just hope that they don't fall for the whole, you know, tribalism thing. That gets fucking programmed into all of us. You know, you, you... It's almost like a fucking prison mentality. Like, stick with your fucking race. Even though you slowly see that going away now. Things are kind of getting more accepting. But it's always there in the back of everybody's mind. And race is always going to be a topic of conversation. Because as long as you still got people that look different from each other, they're always going to stick with whoever they look like. Or at least they're going to be more inclined to stick stick with whoever they look like. Um... I just hope they don't have to go through uh, what I went through because uh, my parents didn't have no training on that. I remember when I did tell my dad that I got called a nigger at school, uh, his response kind of was, well, you're not black, you're mixed. And, you know, once I told him, I was just kind of, 
looking for some type of guidance. I was looking for some type of answer. I, I just didn't know how to tell him what I was looking for, but that's what I was looking for. I was looking for my dad to at least give me some type of words of wisdom as to why this happened, why this kid hated me uh, over my skin color. And uh, my mom was the only one that kind of gave me a little bit of guidance, but even she still couldn't really talk him through it um, all too well. Uh, you know, she's kind of told me like, well, you know, it's because he's taught that from his parents, which is most likely true. Fun fact, that kid's dad is actually a mayor of a city, of a local city uh, that I live around. I don't know if he's still fucking mayor, but that motherfucker is running the whole city, and he's teaching his kids that black people are niggers. So, you know, that's fucking great. Fuck that guy. <sighs> but... You know, I, I just wonder how many people of multiple races kind of resonate with that. You know, I know my sister does. And we, we haven't really even talked about this, but I know she does because uh, she kind of had an emo phase where uh, she's listening to Green Day and all that, but, you know, at one point she was, like, straightening out her hair, trying to get her hair as straight as fucking possible. And uh, now she lets it be a fro and shit. Shit, I remember trying to straighten out my hair. Straighten out the front of my hair and trying to spike up the front of my head like some of the white kids did. And, uh, you know, it's, it just, it's, if not handled correctly by parents from an early age, you know, just letting their kids know, just be who you, be who you want to be. Don't let skin, your skin color dictate your fucking dialect, how you act, what you're into. Just talk how you want to talk. Jesus Christ, I'm fucking sorry about that. She always fucking does that shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, whoever this reaches, they're, they're all assholes. Oh my fucking god, guys. I'm. Oh, this shit's so subpar, dude. I, I will bring you guys better shit in the future. But, um, whoever this fucking reaches. Can I fucking finish the point without interruptions? Um, man, if you know friends that are having a biracial baby of any race. If you yourself are in an interracial interracial relationship and you plan on having kids, do them a favor and just give them that talk of just be who you are and don't worry about the categories that people try to put you in. Don't worry about the box that everybody will try to put you in because it took me a long time to realize that that shit doesn't fucking define you. You define you. And 
no one person, no one group, nobody is supposed to be put in the fucking category. People are too fucking complex. Feelings are too complex. Thoughts are too complex to be put in a fucking category. A person is is not a fucking box to check off. Life is complicated and people are complicated. Um Yeah. I like that one. This was good. Um, I guess it's about the length of my usual podcast. I don't fucking know, dude. I just kind of spit shit out. But I hope that this has at least helped one person. And hopefully that one person or whoever listens can at least spread the message of the importance of, you know, not even like biracial, but just the importance of telling your kids and younger generations that you don't have to be a definitive thing or a definitive being. You could be whoever, whatever you want. Um, so long as you're happy and not hurting people. But uh, I guess that's all I got for now. Uh, y'all be good, man. Um, I hope I will be able to still. Oh, fuck, I haven't put that out yet. I kind of talked about it. Um,. I'm soon going to be working on getting better shit and actually starting to record these from my desktop. I actually logged into uh, my Anchor account, which is what I'm using. Um, I logged in on my uh, desktop. And uh, I'm going to be looking into getting microphones and shit. That way, hopefully, this could be a show broadcast or whatever the fuck you want to call it uh, that I could do alongside with my wife because we have a lot of good conversations a lot of deep stuff it's funny you think after 10 years because I've been with her since I was 13 so close to 10 years you would think after close to 10 years that you just that you know conversations with somebody would fizzle out but, you know, there's a reason I've been with her for as long as I've been with her. Um, it's because life keeps on happening. You have new thoughts. You change as a person. You realize different things. And um, you form new thoughts, and you still have to talk it out with someone. And she has been my friend for 10 years that I talk it out with. That I also make babies with. So, you know, it's, it's a very good fun thing. (laughs) Yeah, guys. Thank you for listening. And don't know when I'm going to bring you another one. 
but I will bring one to you whenever I can. Ike.